Hello, wonderful people. This is Jason English with Things About Things, simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth. Thanks for joining in for concept 19. Today's concept is photography. I'm here with my good friend, Catherine Gunning. Hi, Catherine. Hey. <laughs> you are a photographer. I am. And I am very <laughs> excited to learn. I think I remember I might have taken a photography class my freshman year of high school or something. And Some people do. I remember mm -hmm. the phrase F-stop or something like that. <laughs> yes. Is that a phrase? It is. I don't know what it means, but, yeah, but it, we can it, get it. it it's there. <laughs> it's, okay. um, it's there. So I, I want to learn from you about photography, but first I want to get into a little bit about you. I know a lot about you, but some of the people listening might not know mm -hmm. about you. We're going to get into a little bit about your journey, but want to start at the beginning of your journey. Where did you grow up? Marietta, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta, so northwest. So that's kind of in the... It seems like Atlanta is... Everything is being swallowed up by it. So Marietta at one point had its own identity, but now for some reason you have to say it's <laughs> a, near a, Atlanta. A little bit. It's just for like if people aren't from the area, yeah. you just say that it's... I, I imagine it's kind of the same in Charlotte or you know somewhere like that. If you're from the outskirts, you just say you're from Charlotte or you're from Atlanta. So yeah. it's a more identifiable spot. And did you grow up with a love for photography? I actually did a little bit. My dad, um, he's worked in a camera store when he was younger and he's a hobbyist for sure. He did a lot of like landscape work. Um, and so I would just like play with his stuff <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Um, so why do you, why do you do it? Why do you love photography? Why, why would you get mm. into this as a thing? Because I mean, I think everyone likes taking pictures, but becoming an actual photographer is a whole nother level. Why do you want to do this? Why do you love it? It's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've more grown into it as I played with it. So like when I started off, it was just the same as everybody else. It was taking pictures, right? And yeah. a lot of people do it to remember things or document things or, you know, to show them with their friends or their family or whatever it is. Um, and through the years as I played with it, it really became more of, um, it, be, it, it held more meaning. And so still you can do it to record things. You can remember stuff. You can document things yeah. um, and remind yourself of things. But I think it goes a lot further than that. It allows me to connect with people. Because um, yeah. I, I, there's different kinds of photography that you can do. And I mostly work with people. I work with portraits and families and weddings and friends and that sort of thing and so it allows me to get to know people yeah and connect with them and show them something um and it's also kind of magic to be able to deliver them to somebody and see them receive that it's mm. really special let's talk more about that i was yeah i was thinking that would be later in the conversation but it feels <laughs> right to be now mm. when you say connect with them what do you mean because i mean you mm. take the picture you give them the picture what do you mean connect with them yeah, so I think that's kind of a common misconception. So, like, if you had two photographs together, um, anyone can get someone to stand in front of a camera and just, like, stand there and smile. <laughs> like, but you can tell the difference with someone who's engaged with somebody. Um, when you're able to, like, really see the heart of a person and that kind of, like, stops you, <laughs> there's a huge difference um, between someone just being in your frame and then you having a relationship with them. How do you know when you've got it? Oh, like their relationship with somebody? Yeah. How do you know when they're looking at the camera that you're mm. seeing that the real them, that that yeah. thing came alive or yeah. the, the connection was happening? Oh man. I don't know if I've ever tried to actually name it. Um, 
but usually I sit with people, I mean, or I go and take a hike or walk around or whatever. And I usually plan out like an hour or more. And at the beginning, I always tell people who have never done this before, I'm like, just go with me in the beginning and we're just gonna get warmed up. You know, is what I say, because they're not used to me being around with a camera. But once they start seeing me as like a friend and someone that's around them and just spending time with them, as opposed to someone who's like getting in their face with this huge black object, yeah. um, that's when you start to you start to see people change and loosen up. Um, mm -hmm. And it really is just a total mood shift. It's when someone you notice someone start to feel comfortable with you. And you do wedding photography, but you also do, what, what's the other word? Portraits or what's the word? Yeah, I call them portraits. Some people call them lifestyle. Um, and I'd imagine those are yeah. different because a a, the connection between those mm -hmm. people are different. Is it hard to As find... As in wet wedding versus other yeah. stuff. Is mm -hmm. it harder to, like... Yeah. In my mind, unless you're a really close friend, you're the hired person to just do the wedding, stay mm -hmm. out of the way, do whatever you need to right. do. Right. But they're probably not thinking... I really am looking forward to making a connection with my photographer. Yeah. But, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so there's kind of two different mindsets that I kind of switch into. Um, in all of them, I want to be somebody's friend. So <laughs> if I'm shooting a wedding, that's part of my process is mm -hmm. to like get to know them and to check in on them and help them with the process and just kind of be someone that they're comfortable with me being in their presence. Yeah. Um, so that when I come around on the actual wedding day, they're like, oh, that's just Catherine, not the, you know, not the yeah. photographer, what, what's her face, you know, sure. <laughs> you know, so they're used to me being around, but I will say, so with a wedding, it's a little bit different because I have more of a documentary mindset happening where I consider myself an observer. Um, and so things are playing out in, in front of me and it's my job to say what's important what do I need to look at? What do other people want to see later on when this day is over? What, what do they want to know or remember? Um, and so it's me just very much paying attention to what's happening around me and observing. Yeah. Um, when I'm working with people in like the portrait world, like if we said, you know, we're going to meet up Saturday at six or, you know, whatever it is and pick a location. Um, that's a little bit different just because it's, you're creating it. You're, in a way. <laughs> so you're, you're hosting an environment is what I would say. Instead of responding to whatever. Yes. The just was. responding to what's And there's happening. not a huge crowd. Right. It's just the, that person, <laughs> yes. or a small group of people. Uh huh. And so what I usually say is I'm creating an environment or facilitating like a space for them to be. Um, and so in a way I'm sort of making that for them, but also I'm trying to do the same thing and that I'm responding to them. And so like I'm getting to know them and I'm seeing what they're like, um, you know, making conversation with them. And, and genuinely, it's not just like a ploy to get good photos. Like I genuinely do want to know them and care about them. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's creating a space for them and then they can open up within that space. That's so good. It, I mean, this is very relational what mm -hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, the purpose of this conversation is not necessarily for someone to magically know how to do all photography, but right. can you walk through a little bit of the photography part of the photography? Yeah. Like <laughs> you, the, you talked about the relationship yeah. part, but really you could do mm -hmm. all that you just talked about right. without a camera sure. and people would just feel connected with you. Mm -hmm. uh, but you could also just have an iPhone right. and press the little button mm -hmm. and feel like, 
but you, I've seen your stuff and I should give the disclaimer that people should know, like Catherine's <laughs> the one who took the pictures for my website oh, yeah. as well as designed my website. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a bit biased on thinking that you're a good photographer, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, but so you've got the relational connection, the mm -hmm. real them is coming out. You're mm -hmm. creating this environment, this, this backdrop, we'll just say for the portrait, mm -hmm. but how, how do you get them in the camera or in the shot mm -hmm. in the way that you want it to look how do you how do you know what that is do you have it in your mm -hmm. mind and how do you create that yeah it, it's tricky and i think it it depends so like you could force it if you want <laughs> and yeah. some and some people do some people will say stand like this put your hand here you know do uh -huh. this lean against this thing blah 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 whatever um it's a lot harder to have someone almost for you to have to adjust your vision for somebody else. <laughs> mm. Um, it's cause I could have in my mind that I want to do this really cool moody, like thing that's just very sweet and like, but that's just not their personality at all. Yeah. Hold this and then yeah. click done. Right? <laughs> well, you can tell, you can oh, always yeah. tell, you can always tell when someone is genuinely open up and be and being themselves versus, it yeah. looks forced. Do you think it's because we have an unbelievable ability to read nonverbals? How can we tell it's forced? Because I know what right. you're talking about. Yeah. And I see pictures or even video or whatever people yeah. and I go, nope. Right. Yes. How, how do we, what is that? <laughs> yeah. How do we know that? That's a good question. And I'd say it's pretty intuitive. Like yeah. you could show me two pictures of someone smiling and I could be like, yes. fake, not fake. Yes. I think it's, there are <laughs> thousands of, mm -hmm. you know, these facial expression, right. little muscle movements yeah. and that we have, maybe I would use the word discernment or mm -hmm. something. Right. That's, you just know. Right. And there, <laughs> and it's interesting. So, because like I said, you have to kind of adjust your vision for them. So like. What do you mean? What does that phrase mean? So, um, I may Focus have, have an. Oh yeah. So this is, this is more of like, um, what I want pictures to look like in the end uh -huh. is kind of more what I'm thinking yeah. about when I take someone out and I, I have an idea. So a lot of times I'll have like starter poses. I'll have things that especially, I'm thinking, especially if I'm working with a couple. Um, so I'll have a couple and I'll kind of, these are like engagement or like, yes. yeah. So I'll have things that like to kind of help them start out. Get them rolling, yeah. Yeah, just kind of help them start out. And a lot of times the way that I do it, especially if I'm having people interact with each other, which is basically any kind of portrait session other than like solo. Yeah. Um, I'll have them, I'll, I'll put them in a spot and then I'll take a few steps back and I'll say, okay, just breathe deep and just be there. And I'm going to be around you. And a lot of times I'll have them talk to each other. I do a lot of action-based poses. So like yeah. um, I'll have them do something together. Um, I, sometimes I give prompts for people to talk about. Um, and that helps and cause you can, again, like we said before, like you can tell if someone is very stiff and is, and I always tell people, I'm like, if I ever ask you to do anything that doesn't feel normal to you, like, let me know because first off, it's not comfortable for you and it's also not going to look good, <laughs> Yeah. you know? So you basically like, I'll give them starter poses or things to kind of get them warmed up, especially people who haven't done this before. And then as we go along and I get to know them and start to see how they're responding to that and like basically 
I'll then make a plan from there (laughs) about how to keep engaging with them. Because if Mm -hmm. I had this kind of mood that I'm looking for, sometimes that just doesn't match the people that I'm working with. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, you can't just decide, this one's going to be emo. (laughs) Right. No, you can't, you really can't force someone into that box. And so I have some stuff to just kind of gauge and see how they're doing and how they're responding, like what makes them open up, what makes them nervous. Like some people really love, especially if they're with like a partner, they love talking about things and some people think it's really sweet some people think it's weird that i'm like <laughs> there standing behind them okay. while they're talking about these really like intimate things with somebody you that know makes sense so what's the goal i mean what's the goal yeah. yeah so we live in a culture where somebody can just take a picture with their iphone and then mm-hmm. iphone keeps claiming that the quality is getting better and better and yeah someone's gonna post you know we're in ga- gate and we're engaged <laughs> why not just set up a timer on your iphone take a picture of yourself and you're like, hi, and then we're engaged. What gets accomplished through the process that you do Mm -hmm. that doesn't get accomplished in the iPhone example? So I think at the end of the day, my goal is to get to like the deepest essence of somebody Uh or a relationship or of an event. Um, And so again, a lot of it has to do with me going into a space and reading it and seeing like what's true about what's going on here. Yeah. Um, and, and trying to show that and capture that because, um, so like, for example, you could have someone smile at you and it would be them smiling. But if I'm like really know someone and I'm in a relationship with them or want to show the, I want to show the world, like, what is this person like? You know, like for me, like that's what I'm trying to do. Like I'm trying to show like their warmth more mm. so than then them just smiling at you, right? Uh-huh. So I'm sure, or their their gentleness, or their warmth, or their um, joy, or excitement, or whatever it is that's kind of radiating off that person is I'm trying to like capture the essence of that so that someone else can see what it's like to be with that person. Well, you're describing in a lot of ways how people just describe art in general. Mm-hmm. Try to put into words how photography is art. So when I was a freshman in college, I was in a philosophy class and we talked about what is art and no one yeah. could decide. Yeah. It was classic. Class. Yeah. <laughs> and I always Everything. remember Nothing. that. <laughs> I know. It was like, but what about this? But what about this? And I mm-hmm. think over the, I thought about that question a lot. And mm-hmm. over the years, I think the best answer that I've arrived at is it's communication. It's trying to say something. Um, And so photography is absolutely art when, so you have the photography that it's like, you just take a photo. But the thing is, I wouldn't really consider that photography. I call that taking a picture. Taking Um, a picture of whatever happens to be happening. Yes. Or just taking an iPhone and just hitting the button. Right. Yeah. Um, But anyone who is trying to be work within, you know, artistry is trying to be a photographer and and trying to make it into art. It's going to be all about what I'm trying to communicate through what I'm, taking and what and through what I'm showing. I see. Right. So like the interesting thing about photography too, is that it is art, but it is, um, different. It has its own, um, forms and limitations. Um, so if you think of like a painter or a composer, it's like you think of a blank page or like a blank canvas. Um, and they just kind of, they can imagine worlds and like put them on paper. Right. 
but with a photographer, especially the kind that I'm in, there is concept photography, which is, you know, a whole nother, you create an whole nother alternate thing. Universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But so the, the kind of stuff that I'm talking about, like portrait work, working with people. What's the word for that? I call it concept photography. Something that you imagine. As no, a what's the word for what you do? Oh, um, realism or something like that? Or like, I don't know. Some people call it like lifestyle or portraiture or anything uh -huh. that's working with trying to capture human beings. I right? see. Um, as they are not saying be this or act out this. Yeah. Right. right? So if you do the editing mm -hmm. afterwards, mm -hmm. you might edit a little bit but you're not going to say like, this tree is now pink. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Or yeah. And that kind of goes down to editing, being honest and what I'm trying to, to show and capture. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, I'm trying to get down to the deepest essence of a moment or a person. Yeah, and yeah. so as far as editing goes, I want to do editing in a way that like draws that out and brings that out and takes stuff out possibly of like backgrounds and things like that, that take away from that message. Why do you think this is your style? Is it because hmm. you have influencers that were your favorite hmm. and that's, why aren't you a concept photographer? Why are you this kind? Um, honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with my background and the way that I started out. Um, mm -hmm. I, I mean, cause I started off taking pictures of my friends and my family. Yeah. You know, and so it really just kind of built from there. I actually would love to start doing more concept work. I just am not used to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm having to like totally transition mindsets to do that. Um, but kind of what we were saying earlier, because this kind of translates into that as well with like the forms and limitations of photography, mm -hmm. like um, basically with what I'm working with is like the world as it is. Yeah. And like, I'm going out into the world and being like, this stuff is all already here. Right. So I'm not making something from scratch. Yeah. But really I think where the communication piece and the art piece comes into it was in what am I showing? What am I not showing? Yeah. What, what am I illuminating? What am I? Cause like at the end of the day for me, what I'm communicating through photos, it's like, I want you to see something mm -hmm. <laughs> and I want to show you something or illuminate something. Mm. And so you have this little box to work in. And you can do all kinds of things with that. And there are a ton of little decisions. And you're going to show that. the world one or a few mm -hmm. of how many pictures right. would you say that you take? Like how many oh. photographs are there yeah. in a shoot? A thousand? I'm just making that number up. <laughs> um, this is something I want to get better at. Yeah. <laughs> I will say like with the digital world, it's easy to kind of just yeah. fill a card up and it's, it's fine. If you talk to someone who's a film photographer they are going to be a lot more intentional with the shots that they take because once they fill their role, like it's done, <laughs> you know, and mm -hmm. they don't get to go back and look at it and mess up a hundred times, you know? So, right. um, I'm trying to get better at that. I would say with weddings, I probably will work through somewhere around 3000 images and I probably deliver about 800 to a thousand, um, with a one hour shoot. I usually promise 30, but I usually send like a hundred. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Um, just, just cause you never know how a shoot's going to go. But then by the time it hits somebody's website or right. their social media, mm -hmm. it's usually yep. one, right? It's one. So and sometimes that's their one. decision. Sometimes yes. I guess it's, it's more yes. yours. So yes. you talked a little bit about creating a certain kind of environment. Mm -hmm. You can't totally control it cause you want to be in relationship with them. So there's like yeah. that feeling mm -hmm. of when it's right. Right. But then there's the deciding 
which ones to present. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you're looking at those yeah. pictures? Yeah. How do you know? Like hundred images, hundred images in front of you. Right. How do you know what the one is? That's yeah. the one. Right. So it kind of depends on who I'm presenting to and why I'm presenting it. So if, if I'm sending them to a client or someone who booked me for a portrait session, a lot of times, you know, I'm going to send them a gallery, right? So I'll send them 75 photos. And a lot of times in my brain, they're all ones that I really like. I'm not going to send anyone anything that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they're all ones that I really like. And then there are some that are kind of like my personal favorites, but I'm also like, but they also could really like this one and see it differently than me, you know? So like I'll include yeah. those in there. Um, if I'm picking one for like, um, like a website or a blog post or a submission, like sometimes I do contest submissions, how do I choose it? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, I can remember the moment and I can remember oh. that kind of mood or feeling that was in it. And sometimes there's just magic. Sometimes you just take it and you just know it's like, that's it. It's so basically I'm not telling you that there's a parameter or a way to gauge it or measure it. There just really that, isn't. Do you think that the essence of what happened in that moment can liter can be captured and the feeling can be portrayed? Mm -hmm. I do. Is yeah. that, is that just like a metaphysical concept to you? I mean, how is that possible for a feeling <laughs> to be, to carry to another person that wasn't there? Right. I mean, that's, that's hopefully what good art does yeah yeah you right. know is that yeah. when you when you walk away from it you know what the artist was trying to say without having been there or gotten inside their head yeah um i think i think for me a lot of times it comes with knowing the person mm -hmm. and if you really know the person and you really have connected with them then you see that image and you're like this is you yeah you know like this is this is you um in, in your most deepest sense, when you're in your most comfortable place, mm -hmm. this, like, this is what I think of when I think of the best of you. Mm -hmm. So you're part of this process. I mean, you're putting some of yourself into these pictures mm -hmm. because you have a goal of what you want mm -hmm. it to feel like, but then of course yeah. you have to respond to them. Let's talk a little bit about just personal projects. Yeah. Like let's say, let's say there was no person in the picture Yeah. or... Right. Or even if there was, if it was just, just up to you of yeah. the whole feeling, how would you go about doing that when there wouldn't be someone to kind of work with? Yeah. Um, so I believe in personal work a lot. I realized a couple of years ago that if I only shoot for clients, I will burn out so fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I have to, I have to shoot for myself sometimes. Um, yeah. I think it kind of depends on what I'm doing and so a lot of times for me, personal work looks like going on a walk and just taking my camera yeah. with me. And it looks just kind of like paying attention to my surroundings and observing. And a lot of times I'm thinking of stuff as I do that. And I take mm -hmm. the camera like as a tool to kind of help facilitate. But it's your career and we'll get sure. more into this in a moment. But is it, is it ever hard to take pictures simply because you love them, love the moment and not think about how it would affect your career and selling yeah. the stuff. Totally. Um, How do you yeah, there's a lot of that? stuff that I, no one has ever seen. That's just for me. Yeah. Um, do you think that you'll ever show us? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> 
I think it just kind of depends on if it's the right the right moment and I feel like sharing it um but like I said a lot of it is my own um like sometimes so um some photographers will go out and they'll create things right like with with their work, they'll take a camera out and they'll say, I want to see this, 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 and this. I'm going to get these tools. I'm going to get these props. I'm going to put these things together. And this is what I'm going to make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, personal work is a lot more reactionary. It's really a way more of a way for me to process Mm -hmm. things. Um, and so that's why a lot of times I just take it with me and I let the world be as it is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it helps me see something unique. And so personal work, I would say most of the time, if I can get someone to work with, even with personal work, I still want to. Yeah. I still want to do that just for fun. Yeah. Um, just because I think people are extremely interesting. Yeah. Um, and that's just what I what I prefer to work with. Um, but there are times where I'll just go out and even just put myself in situations to kind of like, kind of jolt my imagination and be surprised by things. Yeah. You know, like sometimes I go on a walk. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to find. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll just and I'll just bring it with me. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you're a professional mm-hmm. photographer, but was this always was that a goal for a long time to be a professional photographer? Um, not really. It it kind of just started off as so I mean, like I said, I kind of dabbled when I was in like yeah. middle school and high school and played with my dad's stuff and then um, back in, in college, I had some friends who were good at it and yeah. I just kind of saw their work and I was like, I, I, this is after I had put my middle school cameras, my little point and shoots away for a yeah, while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just kind of looked at their stuff and I was like, I feel like I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, it kind of just started off as a thing that I did for fun. Um, I was kind of the annoying person and brought my camera everywhere. Um, later, yeah. <laughs> later on in my life, I learned to be discerning with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it can even it, right. hide behind it sometimes. You can hide careful. behind it. It can be distracting to people. Um, but you know, as I've learned, I've kind of started to figure out like, when do I want to have it with me? When do I not? That's the know? irony of it is that if it's in the wrong context, mm-hmm. people can stop being themselves. Uh huh. It also so much depends on your approach. Yeah. Like I will always remember. um, So I've learned a lot over the years about like going to other countries or going to places where people bring cameras and can actually use them as tools of oppression. Like it's really, it's really a serious thing. And I had never really thought about that until I was at a conference where some guy that I didn't even know, I was like volunteering, working with somebody and some guy that I didn't even know just like walks up to me and just like, like right in front of my face. And I was like, I don't know you, yeah, <laughs> you know, cool. like, yeah, not, I didn't say that that was okay. Like, yeah. hi. <laughs> um, yeah. and so it really can, it can shut people down in that way. But like, that's the goal with everything that we talked about beforehand is for me, if I'm taking a photo of someone or making it with somebody, like I want to create an environment where they feel comfortable and where they don't feel like attacked, where they feel safe. Yeah. W- so. When did you make the jump from this is really fun, I like doing it, to I want to make a go of it as a career? Yeah, I got really lucky with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, I had a couple years into it, I had some friends. I would just kind of do it for fun. Um, I had some people encourage me to start a business or whatever, and I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe. But, you know, I think anyone when they are thinking about starting a business they probably don't feel equipped to do it or don't feel like they're ready for it yet um 
I actually, so what happened to me is my first opportunity just like completely fell in my lap. Like I had, um, there's a friend that I met, we did camp together, but we didn't actually know each other that well. All of a sudden I was at lunch at Zaxby's with somebody and I get this phone call. She's like, hey, um, you wanna shoot my wedding? <laughs> Nice. And I was like, you know, I've never done that before, right? And she's like, yeah, I know, but like, you can do it. I believe in you. I want you to do it. Yeah. And, and I did. And that's still one of my favorite weddings. I still use their work in a lot of my, um, my portfolio. And I kind of celebrate their wedding every year is like the kind of the start of my business. Like it was a big, it was a big deal for me. So now that you're a professional, has that changed anything about your mindset all the mm -hmm. things that you talked about just now, yeah. the relationship and the connection with the mm -hmm. people, and now that it's a career path, is mm -hmm. does it feel different? <laughs> it can. It it um, I would say it causes me to hesitate and and stop a lot more, um, and it's kind of hard sometimes to separate out like what the things that, like not everything has to be a business thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. and. It, it's, it's tricky though, because I'm like, well, this is how I make my living, yeah. you know? So it's like, okay, I have a business on one side. I have some stuff that I've never done before on the other side that doesn't fit with business, but like, how do those two go together? Yeah. Like trying to figure out how to, how to marry that, um, with like wanting to, you know, still use this work as like creative expression, yep. you know, for myself, but still, and still loving having a business of it, but trying to let those exist together. Um, is a little tough. Yeah. Um, I will say thankfully, like it, I, it's been nothing but joy for me to work with clients. Um, some people kind of complain about the people that they work with. Um, never. I literally have loved all of the people that I work with so much. Yeah. Um, and that's just made it even sweeter for me because I've met such amazing people through it. Yeah. I don't think I want us to get into like how to take pictures like how to how to be a photographer <laughs> right. logistically but with the yeah. with with our attempt of simplifying mm -hmm. a concept without sacrificing depth let's say someone's listening to this and they like photography yeah they're walking around with their camera yeah they like taking some pictures maybe mm -hmm. they're learning they've learned a little bit now about the relational connection yeah can you give any advice about Let's just say someone wants to get into it. How would they go about learning photography? Sure. So what I usually tell people um, is just to take your camera around with you, shoot a lot, and make mistakes. Um, if you can learn, like when you look at a picture on the back of your camera and you're like, I don't like it. And if you say, if you can ask the question of why and learn how to fix it and diagnose a problem, then I think that you can learn how to shoot like technically. Like you can learn, you know, I need to open, I need to crank my ISO up or I need to, you know, this is too dark. I need to open my aperture up. You know, like if you can learn how to diagnose that sorts of things, like technically you can do it. Mm. Can you recommend, I know in the camera, I have several friends that are photographers mm -hmm. and videographers. I know that there's no, you can't really claim <laughs> Yeah. like one product or one company's better. Right. Everyone has their preferences. So with that yeah. said, if someone's <laughs> yeah. like, I want to try to give this a go, but I don't want to invest thousands and thousands of dollars, but I also know I, I yeah. can't just right. spend $5 or something. <laughs> like, can, yeah. what's a good starter kit yeah. or a starter way of doing this that actually yeah. will produce a good enough quality yeah. 
image that you feel like you are now getting in photography without breaking yeah, yeah, yeah. the bank? So first off, I would say don't actually buy a starter kit. Yeah, so yeah. like a camera. Don't go to Walmart and get yeah. the starter kit. <laughs> yeah. A kit lens that will come with a camera is usually no bueno. Don't buy that. Okay. Um, what I tell people as far as brands and stuff is go to a store and play with them as much as you can. And see what feels intuitive to you. So here's the question before you go further. Sure. What store are you talking about? Where? <laughs> what store has this anymore? So, this doesn't exist you know, in my world anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I. Yeah. Um, in bigger cities, they do have camera stores. They exist. In our in Boone, we don't have. So one. <laughs> um, so go to camera stores near me. Not in Boone though, because we don't have one here. Yeah. Um, and here it'll if, be like only 127 miles away is exactly, the camera store. Exactly. I mean, you can play with them and if you have like a Best Buy or a Walmart, you can at least get the feel for what a certain brand feels like. They're not going to have every camera there for you. Um, they'll probably have a lot of beginner ones there for you that you can at least hold and see how it feels. Um, it's kind of, I tell people that it sometimes it's kind of like Coke and Pepsi, like they're practically the same thing, but some people will swear by, yeah, yeah. you know, I like this one better. Because you've used it, you had good experience with right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I will say that I started off as a Nikon shooter for a long time. My dad's a Nikon shooter. Um, a few years ago, I switched to Canon, and mm. I'm really, really happy about that. Okay. <laughs> but I would say, like, for me, though, it's because it felt more intuitive to me. Uh -huh. Like, as soon as I started shooting with the camera that I now have, it was like, it felt like it understood me better. I was like, yeah. this is easier for me to get what I'm looking for. I could still get it on an icon. And I think that it taught me to be a better photographer. It te taught me how to learn my tools because technically like really what matters more is you like learning your craft and you figure out how to make your tools work until you can get better tools. What kinds of things should we be looking for if we're going to maybe Nikon or Canon? How do we know when we've reached intro level can you give us some like statistics or numbers of things that would be like, that's good enough to get started or maybe some that's not like if it says this and this, that's not really. Um, yeah. I'm not as much of a numbers person. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I will say a lot of or people, features or yeah, something. a lot of people care about megapixels. It really doesn't matter. I can tell you that that doesn't matter. Um, really the only reason you'd need a really high number of megapixels is if you're blowing up pictures really big, like billboard size. I see. Like if you're yeah. blowing things up, that's when that matters. And if you're doing that, you're already a photographer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you have a billboard, I feel like you're doing okay. Um, well maybe, but anyways, Should be. yeah, you know, so, um, I can say that that doesn't really matter. I would say work with someone. So a lot of camera stores are based online now. Um, so work with someone from like BMH or Adorama or something like that and tell them like what you need it to do. Not necessarily like, you know, I'm looking for like this, this particular feature, this particular thing. It's like, for me, I knew that I needed to upgrade because my beginner entry level camera was really, really bad at taking photos in low light situations. Oh yeah. So like in the dark, um, with like minimal lighting. So if we, yeah. or, or in a room with just a few lamps on, it still wasn't good. I see. And so I was like, I need something with a little bit more of a powerful sensor because, you know, so for me, like weddings, a lot of exits are sparkler exits. Oh yeah. And you know, so I have to be able to crank up the, the light sensitivity on my uh, camera to be able to capture that because outside of those sparklers, it's completely pitch black. Oh my goodness. You know? Right. So like if you're, if you can tell someone, you know, what you're looking for and what you need it to do, mm -hmm. um, they can rec make, recommend a few options for you. Yeah. And 
before we press record, we were talking mm-hmm. about when you're good at something, you make it look like it wasn't hard. <laughs> and I could, I can picture that just like, yeah, it's a picture mm-hmm. of they're leaving and there's the sparklers and what, how hard could that have been? You just press picture. I will admit <laughs> that I still get nervous about sparkler exits. Also, I almost caught on fire once. <laughs> well, that's another so, reason. To just... I literally the entire time, like just had my, my lens like on the couple because you only get one shot. Sometimes photographers will have them go back through the line and like come through again. I've never done that. Um, But it's like, I have one shot to make this and I'm not even looking at my camera because it's all happening so fast. So like if I mess it up, like, you know, tough luck. It's just part of the deal. (laughs) Right. But because I'm like backing up watching this couple, I'm not even looking and someone's sparkler is like dangling (laughs) Right, and I right. feel like super hot on the back of my neck because I'm not. I'm just backing up. I'm not even looking. <laughs> Probably get some accidentally cool close-ups. I actually did have one from a wedding that like had part of the sparkler like in front of the lens. Yeah. Like that was actually me almost getting torched, but like, <laughs> but it looked really cool. It was like had like a this big spark going like across. It's kind of an abstract lens. there. It was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. It, I'm going to end with a lot of times when I interview people, I start with this question, but I wanted to end with it instead. Mm. What is photography? Yeah. Um, I would say deep down at its kind of core essence, I would call it for me, I call it the art of seeing art of seeing, seeing yeah, and observing. Yeah. That's so good. So like it's, it's something that has more than anything else in my life. It has taught me to pay attention Um, it's taught me to look at things that I wouldn't normally look at, um, look at things from different perspectives that I wouldn't normally have seen. Um, and I think when you want to get better in this, it's really more about how to, how to train your eye to see things. That's really good. That means you get, you're giving people the gift of seeing them. Mm -hmm. As uh, I think that goes across the board, whether we try to be selfless or not, Mm -hmm. When there's a group, there's some pictures at an event we were at, we want to see ourselves. We just look for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because we want to know that someone sees us. Yeah. And that you're giving Mm -hmm. them that gift is not just technically they're in the shot, but that you truly are seeing them and that maybe they feel that if Mm -hmm. they, if it captures. Yeah. That is why I love like one-on-one work with people. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, it's the totally different feel than working at weddings or, or even with couples. Um, when you get to go one-on-one with someone, it is my favorite thing in the world to deliver some images to them and for them to be like, I never saw that in me. Or is that what I really oh, look like? Wow. And I'm like, yes, like it's really not, good. you know, it's not some magic thing. Like this is what I see when I see you. That's really beautiful. Yeah. yeah and we all want to get to know ourselves more. Mm-hmm. You know what this reminds me of is one of my favorite um, passages in scripture. My, one of my favorite people in the Bible is Hagar. Mm. She goes away. She's uh, kicked out right. in the wilderness. And in that ancient Near Eastern mm-hmm. culture, they would have thought that in the wilderness, there wasn't, there were no gods. Yeah. And the, and she says you're the God who sees me. Right. And I'm now picturing God with a camera in that, <laughs> <I> <laughs> in that, that. scenario. Yeah. Um, I that. like I see you Hagar. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's part of your gift mm-hmm. of what you're doing for people. Like I see you and, you know, 
uh, you know, most of the time it's not someone in that kind of situation. Right. But, you know, right. it can include that as well. Right. But uh, we all want to be seen and known. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a follow-up that I want anyone listening, just because, like I said, I'm biased. You can, I want you to go to Catherine's website. Um, it, it's catherine-claire.com. But I feel like there's more than one way to spell Catherine and more than one way to spell Claire. So I'm going to spell it out. So it's catherine-claire.com. K A T H E R I N E dash C L A I R E dot com. So Catherine with a K, Claire with a with an E. I've seen Claire without an E, but anyway, <laughs> Catherine-Claire.com. You can see some of her work, and you can hire her. And no, she did not ask me to say this, uh, but yeah, hire her to take your picture to because she wants to see you and, and show you, show people who you are. Uh, well, thanks. So how, how do we simplify this at the end? Like, how do we, I guess you kind of just did with the seeing actually, it's hard for me to, but simplify the concept without sacrificing depth. Someone's listening to this. It's been 40 minutes. Yeah. We've talked about a lot. Yeah. We've talked about, uh, connection with people and setting the stage mm -hmm. for that. Maybe the logistics of setting up stage or staging right. it. Talked about a little bit of actual photography part of it yeah. and seeing people how to get started in photography but mm -hmm. simplify this how can somebody if they want to get more in photography yeah. try to say it like quickly what do we do just try start okay. with your phone start with the tools that you have okay okay you know um start with the tools that you have go on a walk and see what you notice oh, um that's good. see, see what, what you, you see. notice see what see what captures your attention yeah um Maybe ask yourself why that captures your attention. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I think that's an important aspect of it as well. Um, you know, if you want to, you know, grow more and get better tools, I do recommend that. But it's yeah. just start where you are. That's great. Um, you know, and just see see if it grows on you. I mean, yeah. I think it's a even if you even if you don't want to do this professionally or or whatever. Yeah. I think we have so much to learn from um, having something that allows us to yeah to no to notice the world. Yeah. And get to know ourselves in the process mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. I learned a lot, really. Thanks. I, I, uh, I think I'm going to go around, take a little walk <laughs> with my phone. Yes, do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, go to katherine-claire.com. Look at her pictures. Hire her for events. And you can also go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things. So thanks for listening in. And thanks again for your time, Catherine. Thank you.